Hey, hey, it's Kinsey Ray. Welcome to the Happier Days podcast, where we discuss tools, strategies, and ideas of how to create a winning mindset and strong habits to overcome life's challenges and become the best version of yourself. When you love this episode, I kindly ask that you subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really helps my message find the people that need it. Please tag me on Instagram with your biggest takeaway at kinseyray.w. That's K-I-N-S-E-Y-R-A-Y dot W. This is a really powerful message. It was on my heart and I know somebody out there needs to hear it. So please share this with whoever comes to mind as you're listening to this episode. But this is my disclaimer that in this episode, I do discuss sensitive topics around self-harm. Please, if you're struggling with self-harm, if you have thoughts of hurting yourself or others, please reach out and get professional help. I was being interviewed on a podcast the other day and they asked me about the Happier Days mission. What's my legacy? Why am I doing this? What's the purpose of all of this? And that question really got me thinking. I literally stayed up for the rest of the night pondering that question more in depth. And I wanted to just share a little bit about the Happier Days mission. Why am I doing this? Why am I competing in the Mrs. International pageant next month? Like, what is the whole goal of this? And as I was pondering this question, I thought of 15-year-old me. I thought of myself when I was 15 years old, struggling with self-harm, hundreds of scars on my legs, realizing the permanence of this decision, wishing, praying that these scars would go away, feeling like I was broken, feeling like something was wrong with me, feeling like I was destined to live this life full of sadness for the rest of my life. And that was soul crushing to think about because I was so consumed with darkness. I was so consumed with sadness I had so much shame and embarrassment now from these cuts on my legs. What did you do? What's wrong with you? You idiot, right? The the shame and the self-hatred just it got taken to an entirely new level after my struggle with self-harm. And I couldn't see a way out. I couldn't see the point of moving forward. I couldn't see life after self-harm. I couldn't see a life where I was happy. I couldn't see beyond this one moment in time that was so heavy and so dark and so all-consuming that it made me question the point of even living. It made me question why am I even here if I'm just here to be sad. I couldn't see the point. And so I remember so distinctly being that age, 15 years old, and I wished to see someone who was older, wiser, a beautiful woman. She had struggled like me though. She got it. She understood darkness. And she had scars like me, but she had healed. She'd made it to the other side of her darkness. She'd won the battles with her demons and she was happy. She'd made peace with her past. She was thriving. She had a good life. She was loved. I prayed 
so intensely to find someone to give me hope to keep going in that season of darkness. Someone who could show me life could get better. My life wasn't destined to just be sadness and it was okay to be sad in the moment, but things could get better and it was worth continuing forward. I wish and I prayed. I was like, is there anybody who understands how I feel right now? Because I didn't see anyone else with scars like me. I didn't see any adults who had struggled like me and they they were seared with scars of their past, but they had moved on and they were okay. I didn't see anyone like that. I didn't see anyone who had these same scars. I felt so alone and so isolated. And I just wanted that glimmer of hope in that season of darkness. And I never found that woman. So instead, I became her. I became this woman who could be a light for others who are struggling. And that is my ultimate goal with this Happier Days mission. That is my ultimate goal with opening up and talking about self-harm and talking about a hard topic that nobody wants to talk about. Nobody wants to hear about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's heavy. It's so much easier to look the other way and pretend like it's not happening because it makes you uncomfortable. It makes a lot of people uncomfortable. But what a lot of people don't realize is how prevalent this problem is. And even though I'm 16 years removed from this experience, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, okay, yeah, we get it. You struggled with self-harm. Like, move on already. Yeah, okay, that happened 16 years ago and I've moved on, I've healed, I've, I've come to terms with my past, I've made peace with it. And as much as I would like to pretend that nobody else is going through this, I know it is happening right now. It's happening to people I know and love. It's happening to people you know and love. Your friends have kids that are struggling with this. It is so prevalent now more than ever, yet it doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like it to me. And I even went through this, but I have to remind myself, people who are struggling with self-harm are hiding. They are hiding. They are living in shame. They are covering up their scars and covering up their sadness with smiles and long sleeves and makeup. And doing the most to hide their pain, to hide their shame. There is so much shame that comes with self-harm that we don't want to talk about it. We don't want anybody to know. We're afraid of what people are going to think. And so it's so much easier to hide. And that's why it doesn't seem like this is an issue because people who are struggling are really, really, really good at hiding. I was really, really good at hiding. Nobody knew. There's a handful of people that knew that I told, but really nobody knew about my struggle with self-harm until I decided to talk about it. So it's so much easier to look the other way and pretend like this isn't happening because this is an uncomfortable topic, but I want those people to know that are struggling. They aren't alone because you feel so alone in that moment. You feel so alone and so crazy and so misunderstood, like something's wrong with you and you're the only one going through this really heavy experience. And that's just not the case. 
I can't tell you how many people that have come to me in, in confidence over the years telling me, hey, thank you for talking about your experience with self-harm. I struggled with this too. And I've never told anybody. The amount of people that have struggled with self-harm and they've overcome it, moved forward from it, but they've never told anyone is alarming. But I get the messages all the time. There's people who are grown adults now that are still hiding in shame from their scars. They've healed. They don't, they don't self-harm anymore, but they have scars of the past and they're ashamed of them because nobody knew, nobody knows, and they don't know how to show their scars to the world and just be okay with what happened. And so I'm so passionate about getting this message out there and moving this Happier Days mission forward to hopefully let those people struggling know, hey, it's okay. I would prefer that nobody did it ever, right? Like I'm not condoning it. Like it's okay to self-harm, go for it. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm hoping if I can start the conversation, I can be the one to stand up and say, hey, this was a problem 16 years ago when I was a teenager. It's only gotten worse and it's still a problem today in 2023 we got to do something about this. It's only worse now with social media and kids comparing themselves to a fake reality online and cyberbullying and all the craziness. It's only gotten worse. More and more kids, younger and younger, are, are self-harming or taking their own life. And we have to do something. But if we want things to change, we have to be willing to talk about it. And the most eye-opening thing to me as I've started branding the Happier Days mission, right? This has been something that I've talked about for a decade now. But as I've put a brand to it and wrote my ebook and I've started this podcast and I've really just started stepping into this and using my voice and telling people what I'm working on and telling people about this project, every single person that I've talked to about my Happier Days mission they either self-harm self-harm themselves or they know someone who's self-harming or their kid is self-harming. Every single person that I've talked to about my Happier Days mission comes back with, oh yeah, my daughter struggled with self-harm. I struggled with self-harm. My neighbor is struggling with self-harm. If you ask which is a weird question to ask. I, I'm well aware. But if, if you go and talk to your fellow humans about this topic, you will be alarmed at how many people know someone who's struggling with this. Struggling in silence. Hiding in shame. Feeling like they're all alone and nobody gets it. And they're the only one going through this. And so I want to be a light to those people who are struggling and in their season of darkness to show them that it does get better. Your life is not destined to be sad forever. You can heal and you can find happiness after a season of darkness. That is my goal with this. And I hope my message finds the people that need it. And when you guys share my podcast or you share my ebook or you share my content on social media, I believe it can find people who feel like they're all alone, 
who feel like they can't feel confident with scars from the past, who feel like they're not beautiful because they have scars, who feel like they're destined to just be miserable for the rest of their life and they can't see a life after self-harm. There is a life after self-harm. There is a life after failure. There is life after trauma and tragedy. And it's so hard to see it in the moment of suck, right? It doesn't have to be cutting for you. It doesn't have to be self-harm for you in the traditional sense. But in those dark seasons and the hard seasons of life, you just got your heart broken, your business failed, you just lost the love of your life. Those hard seasons that break you down to your knees, you feel like there is no life after that. You are in the dark tunnel and you cannot see the way out. And unfortunately, a lot of the times I believe it's in those dark moments where there's no light at the end of the tunnel, you can't see your way out, that people give up. If there's no way out of this, if there's no way forward, if I'm never going to feel happiness or joy again, because that's how it feels in the moment, why continue forward? And suicide rates are at an all-time high because I think too many people are stuck in that dark tunnel not realizing that it can get better. And that's the whole mission with Happier Days is to teach people positive emotional coping skills to navigate life's challenges in the best way possible. That doesn't mean life is perfect. That doesn't mean having healthy emotional coping skills makes any hard season easier because it absolutely doesn't. Hard seasons are hard, but you can get through it in a healthy way. You can get through it with healthy tools and not turning to negative emotional coping skills like self-harm or drugs or alcohol or violence or any negative thing that's going to pull you down that rabbit hole even further and make things even harder than they need to be. Because I've been on both sides of the coin. I've navigated life's challenges with positive emotional coping skills and I've navigated life's challenges with negative emotional coping skills. And every time I've turned to negative emotional coping skills to combat feelings of not feeling good enough, grief, tragedy, self-loathing, not feeling like I fit in, depression, all these yucky emotions, every time I've turned to those negative emotional coping skills, It caused me months and years of extra damage that I had to spend so much time undoing. It just dug the hole deeper and deeper and deeper to where it did feel impossible to get out at times. But as I've learned to create those positive emotional coping skills, when life gets hard, I can turn to the healthy toolbox and process them in a better way. And it's so important to create these tools now. And it really hit me the other day. I was having a conversation with my my pageant coach as we were practicing for the pageant and, and working through stuff. She said something that really hit me. And she said, when you get up on stage to talk about your Happier Days mission and you share your story, there's going to be kids in the audience that are currently struggling with self-harm. You're going to have parents in the audience with kids who are struggling with self-harm. And while I know 
self-harm is a prevalent problem and you know one in six girls will struggle with self-harm one in nine boys will struggle with self-harm when i know know those statistics that didn't even dawn on me as i thought about the audience that's going to be in the room at this pageant and it just hit me right in the gut and i was like oh you're right and i get to be the one to stand up and say I struggled with self-harm at 15 and I felt impossibly alone. And guess what? I was able to make it to the other side. So if you're struggling, you can make it to the other side too. All hope isn't lost. There is happiness waiting for you. You can heal and you can move forward. And this one period in your life does not have to define your future. It doesn't have to define who you are. We all make mistakes. We all have pasts that we aren't proud of. And unfortunately, people who struggle with self-harm and cut themselves and have scars of their past, we just have to wear our past on our skin. But every human walking planet Earth has a past. They've made mistakes. They've made wrong turns. There's things that they aren't proud of and they have the scars in their heart. But it's easier easier to hide that right as to where when you struggle with self-harm you feel like wow like this defines me because everybody else can see it but you don't have to live in shame of a past mistake you don't have to stay in that place of shame and stay there forever that's a choice and my story, I chose to stay in that shame for five years after my struggle with self-harm. And this is why I'm so adamant about getting this message out there and so passionate about this Happier Days mission because for five years, I allowed one decision, one night to define the rest of my life, to, to define five years of my life, which felt like it was going to be the rest of my life till I just woke up and I said, what are you doing? Why are you allowing one moment in time, this blip in time, tiny moment, that yeah, it changed the trajectory of my life. It changed everything. It was a permanent decision. Why are you letting this one moment, one mistake, one wrong decision define the rest of your life? Because you are only 15 years old at the time. You have so much more life to live. And you don't have to live in shame. You don't have to live in embarrassment. You can acknowledge what happened. You can learn from it. And you can move forward. And that's all we can expect to do with any challenge that life hits us with. This happened and I cannot change it. I acknowledge it. I accept it. I forgive myself or I forgive others. Forgiveness is huge. And now I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to move forward. I'm going to find the silver lining in this journey, to find the silver lining in this event. And I'm going to move forward with my life because my past doesn't have to dictate my future. My past doesn't have to dictate where I go, but it can if you let it. And it's all in the story that you tell yourself. So many of us are walking around with stories that don't serve us. This thing happened to me in my past, and now that means this is who I'm going to be in the future. 
Now that means I have to live this life. Now that means that I have to play small. Now that means that I can never do the things that I want to do because this thing happened to me. And we are so good at selling ourselves on these stories and convincing ourselves that it is true and it defines who we are. And my mission is to just shake people and help them break free of those stories and realize your life is only as good as the story that you tell yourself. And when I was in my season of self-harm, the story was, you're not good enough, nobody loves you, you don't have any friends, you're horrible, I hate you, and I hated myself so much, I took it out on myself. And that was the story I told myself. And then after I stopped self-harming, it was now the story of, you are a terrible person, you hurt yourself. This makes you not enough. This makes you unlovable. This makes you different. And this makes you made a wrong decision. And now you can't be a model and you can't wear shorts and you can't wear a bikini and you, you can't do this and you can't do that. These scars define you. And I told myself that story over and over and over again. And guess what? It shaped my reality. I didn't make any summer memories. I wore jeans through the summer, wore sweatpants through the summer. It's miserable. I made myself miserable. I hid and I played small and I just hid and hid and hid and hid. I hid who I was. I hid my personality. I hid my dreams. I just, I hid until I finally said, I'm sick of this story. And I said, well, what happens if I change the story? Instead of saying all of the reasons why I can't do something, why not just list a reason that I can The reason that I can is because I'm a living, walking, breathing human. I'm a living being right now on planet Earth. That is the only reason I need to do something. That is the only reason you need to do something. You don't need any other reason to go after your dream and do the things that you want to do other than the fact that you are a living, breathing human who still has time left on this Earth. It doesn't matter how many things you have against you, how many reasons as to why you can't or shouldn't or are unqualified or behind or too old or too young or too short or too whatever. You only need the one reason that you are living, breathing human who still has time left on this earth. That is all the reason you need to do the things that you want to do. The past is in the past. You can't change it. But you can change the story that you tell yourself going forward. You can change the new actions you take today to create a different future tomorrow. And that's in your control. I can't do it for you. Nobody's going to knock on your door one day with all of your dreams on a silver platter and say, here you go. I know you wanted this. Here they are. Nobody's going to do that. You have to go do it for yourself. And you might have things working against you. You might have hindrances that you're going to have to work twice as hard as another guy to get ahead and get the thing that you want. I felt like when I was a model with hundreds of scars on my legs, I was the underdog. It's like, man, I got a lot going against me that these other girls don't have. So I better work harder. I better show up earlier. I better help out more. I better practice more. And I felt like I was the underdog. So I had to do more than everybody else. And that was okay with me. I made a past decision that made it that way. So great. I'm happy to do the work to make up for my faults. And so you might have to do the same. You might have things counting against you that you might have to do a hundred reps while the next guy only has to do, has to do 50. Okay. 
Are you willing to if your dreams are on the other side? Are you willing to show up for yourself to have the things that you want instead of complaining about all the things that you don't have because something happened in your past? And it's entirely up to you to change the story. But that is what's possible. And that's what I hope to show people with the Happier Days mission. I am far from perfect. I've made so many wrong mistakes. I've failed so many times. But I choose to be the creator of my future. I choose to keep getting up no matter how many times I get knocked down. I choose to take on new challenges to see what I'm capable of. Enter a pageant when I've never done it before. Why not? Let's see what happens. My husband has reminded me <laughs> on, this, on this pageant journey as, you know, as I've been preparing and go through all the inevitable emotions of you can't do this. What are you thinking? Why are you doing, doing a pageant? You're unqualified. The stories are still there. I'm, I'm not superhuman. The, the doubts and the limiting beliefs, they still come up for all of us. It's just up to you if you buy into them and you listen to the story. So being a normal human, those doubts have for sure come up. The voices have for sure come up. And as I've been talking to my husband about him, oh, this is coming up for me and that's coming up for me. And I've just been talking through it. He looks at me and he says, don't listen to it. Literally anything can happen in this pageant. You have no idea who's going to win. You have just as good a chance as any of those other girls to win. You don't know who the judges are going to vote for. You don't know what they're looking for. You have no idea. So go and play full out. Go give your absolute best. Go put all of your cards on the table. Give them a show and see what happens. Because you really have no idea. Anything can happen. And I want to leave you with that. As you're questioning, should I write the book? Should I start the podcast? Should I enter the pageant? Should I go to the model scouting meeting? Should I do the thing? What if it doesn't work out? What if I fail? What if they know I'm not qualified? What if they see my past riddled with mistakes? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Except for normally when we say what if, we think of what if all this bad stuff happens? And we forget to ask ourselves, what if it works out? What if you win? What if it's a New York Times bestseller? What if your podcast takes off? What if your business explodes? What if it all works out for the best? Because anything can happen. And your past doesn't have to define your future. And you don't have to keep living in shame for a decision you made. You're free to go write a new story in the future. And I hope my message can find the person that needs to hear that, that's feeling stuck and stagnant in life because of a decision that they think defines them. And I hope to be living proof that you get to decide if a decision defines you. You are in control. You are the creator of your reality. And you are here on purpose for a purpose. And I want you to know I'm proud of you and I hope you do the work to figure out why you're here 
and who you're supposed to be and you go develop yourself into the best version of you possible and uncover all of the gifts that are inside of you and go share them with the world because I can't wait to see who that person is because I know it's someone extraordinary. So thank you so much for listening. If it's on your heart to share this message with someone, please do. There are too many people living in old stories that don't serve them. Too many people living in shame. Too many people holding themselves back from their greatness. And I believe all of us deserve to unlock our potential and really see who we are meant to be here. Because your time here is is limited. And so you better go figure out who you're meant to be here while you still have time. Because if you're listening to this, you still got time on the clock. Go get to work. Thank you so much for listening.